Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Better Living, a show about people or organizations having a big impact here in North Texas. I'm your host, Chris Arnold of 105.3 The Fan, and joining us today is Shelby Patrice, the founder and CEO of Budget University, an award-winning school with a curriculum that with an emphasis on financial literacy. Shelby, how are you doing? And glad to have you back on. I'm good. How are you? I'm happy to be back. It feels good. Oh, yeah. And you've been traveling a lot. But first, let me let's mention the first the good the good news. I think you may be close to getting a partnership with DISD's Madison High School. Can you talk about that? Yes, um, of course, I won the prestigious competition with the Dallas Mavericks um, cohort in August. Very grateful for that. And I am able now to go into the school systems with the Dallas Mavericks community program and um, getting a contract with James Madison. So we're able to teach the students about you know college and career readiness, economics, and just dealing with financial life that, you, that you're going to have when you graduate from high school and you take that big leap. It's absolutely amazing. Budget University, an online platform that educates people worldwide about saving money, tracking spending, Mm -hmm. pursuing financial goals, founded on the principles of building generational wealth and financial knowledge. Basically, I personally call it financial literacy. I think a lot of kids, especially not just kids, anybody under the age of 50 needs to understand their money and how to make their money work for them. Am, Am I wrong? No, you're right. You're absolutely right. And you know that it happens at every age. Yeah. You know, it's you're never you're never too old, you're never too young to learn about it. So, I feel like the younger the better. So, when I first met you at the Mavericks Business Assist, you were putting your programs together and you told a great story. In fact, you've told the story on this on this show before. And let's hear it. You were a flight attendant and you said while you were sitting in the jump seat on the flights, You would read these different books. Can you tell that story again? Because I think it's so fascinating and it shows people how you can make your dreams come true. Yes. So I, I was a flight attendant for American and I would get those books off Amazon. Um, It was Dave Ramsey Mm -hmm. broke millennial by Aaron Laurie. And she has a series like broke millennial stop scraping by broke millennial basic investing needs. And I'm millennial and I was broke at the time. (laughs) So I was living with my parents and I was living with my, my grandparents, actually my grandmother, I was living with her and my dad told me, you know, I just want you to save your money up. 
and moving back to Miami was, you know, when you're older, you don't want, the last thing you want to do is move back in with your parents because you feel like you're taking 10 steps back. But truth be told, I was taking 50 steps ahead because I was saving money. I was fixing my credit and I got it from reading books. And unfortunately we're in times now where people don't want to read. And so when I was reading on the jump seat, opposed to being on my phone and playing games, uh, they would ask, what are you reading? You're always reading. And I would share the book. And then when we got furloughed, several people reached out like, I remember we were flying together. What book was that where you were reading? Can you help me? Can you help me do this? And I was like, sure. So when I just started doing people's budgets and stuff like that, I was like, okay, you Uber eats way too much. You know, you mm-hmm. get your delivery, you get your, your groceries delivered too much. You could just go get them. And, um, they were like, wow. And it's, you know, when you save $20, $25, $30 a month, that adds up, even if you just put it in a savings account. So then I just created a Facebook group and that Facebook group was just like 15 coworkers and it grew to like 60 something. And then it grew to like wow, 600 and something. Wow. And I was like, you know what, this is going to be a, um, I was like, this right here is going to be a business. Mm-hmm. And I just, I got with other connections and other resources and I created a website. And from that website, I went ahead and I created Budget University. And now it's just taking off and it's soaring because I found a need. And I think that a lot of entrepreneurs, people want to start businesses, but my, and I always tell people, find a need, whatever your hobby is, where's the need of that? Mm-hmm. You also found a platform. I mean, Everything's online nowadays. Even, you know, I, I can go for people don't even like to shop no more. They'd rather sit at their desk and look on Amazon and grab yeah. something real quick. So you've got the opportunity for people to understand how to make their money work for them. And it's online. Can you talk about what you did to decide, okay, let me have a website or let me start out on this Facebook group. Can you talk about the social media aspect of it or the technology aspect of it? Because there's a lot of people who listen to this show that are tech savvy. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of people under the age of 30. That's where they prefer to go anyway. They're not going to quote unquote read an actual book, a physical book, but they will be online. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, social media, you, like you said, you have to find your platform and you have to find your niche. Once you find your platform and you find your niche, you're going to say, okay, this is what I'm about. And this is what I'm going to represent. So now when people see me, they see me as, they don't even know my name. They just see me as, oh, you're the, you're the Dallas Mavericks girl, or you're the budget university girl. Mm -hmm. So find your niche and everything that you post should be around your niche, even if it's just articles. And, you know, you want to make everything separate when you're posting it and just, you know, post that and then bring people into, um, into your world of what your niche is. And from there, it'll grow from references and from sharing and from people commenting and likes and social media is so powerful. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and it's like when you post it and you put you put your business, you're able to just expand it because it's just it's so powerful. So you have to use it to your advantage. I definitely just say find your niche. This is what's so wild because of who you mm-hmm. are and the way you're going about your business. It's almost like, you know, in today's Gen Z's and millennials, they love to be influencers. You are a financial literacy influencer. Did you know that? Do you realize that's what you're doing? I didn't realize it until recently. <laughs> I, I'm gonna be so I'm gonna be so honest with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, working with the Dallas Mavericks and doing the cohort, I didn't realize who I was until I won. Mm-hmm. 
because I was just doing the work right. that I was you were just, grinding. you know, I was, I was grinding and I was just, I never celebrated. I didn't do anything until after the fact it was like, Hey, you're that girl. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I am. And then I, I was realizing the reach. And then when I was getting with my marketing team and they sat down and we were reading analytics and I was like, Oh my goodness. Like this is getting shares. Like mm -hmm. these are, these are getting like, people are actually you know, heeding to this. And I was like, wow. So it, it, it is crazy. But with that being said, with you being an influencer, I always say, you know, yes, I might be an influencer, but at the same time, I also have to make sure that I'm not just an influencer, but I'm also influencing. I want to be influential. Yes. So people can, yes. so people can understand like what I'm doing came from because I was influenced. Mm -hmm. I was influenced to do this work because I wanted to make a change. So it's just not influencer because, you know, oh, the likes, comments and shares, but I want to inf influence, like, you know, I want people to also be inspired by this so they can make a change and change the world. Exactly. And that's, that's what the crazy thing about it is, you know, you know, usually you think about influencers, that's not a real job, but what you're showing people mm -hmm. is the influence of this is what I know, and this is how I can help you. And I think what you know, and you're helping people with is how to make their money work for them. Can you talk about mm -hmm. when you realize I can I'm I don't want to live check to check and I need to do something where you know the money works for me and and, and it's kind of like a light switched went on your in your head like this is I've got to make this change. When was that? Yes. That was um, when I got hired for American mm -hmm. and when I got hired for American, um, you know, we go through training and when you go through training, you don't get paid for it. And that was the time where I was like, okay, I'm in training. I worked more hours so I could take care of my rent and my car note. But at the same time, I was just like, this sucks right. to just have in your account, just your rent and just your car note. And, you know, you realize when you get older, you know, you want to go out, you want to have fun. You want to do this. You want to do that. And I was just like, this can't be it anymore. Then when COVID happened, um, I was like, this definitely isn't it. But to be honest with you, I had a conversation with rapper Fat Joe mm -hmm. and he was on my flight. Uh, and when he was on my flight, he said to me, is this all you do? And I was like, yeah, because I'm, I'm living life. You know, yeah, I'm you're thinking fun, you're I'm traveling, traveling, all, you're traveling. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And you know what he told me? What? He said, no, he said, no. You 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 got to think bigger than that. He was like he was like you can't be a flight attendant all your life. You're gonna be here. You'll be here when you're seventy and eighty. He was like no, you can't do that. He was like no, you need more. He 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 was he was like you 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 got to think bigger. You you need to do something else too. And when COVID happened, I was like, uh, Mr. Joe. <laughs> yeah, that's when it hit uh, you. You were right. And by the way, you for those right. who don't know. Fat Joe is more than a rapper. He is an entrepreneur. I see yes, him on all the news, cable news all oh, the time. Businessman yes. business yes. doing residencies in Las Vegas and New York. I mean, he is more than just a rapper, an entertainer. He, he's learned how to uh, manage his brand and influence a lot of people. See, I like the way you tell your story because, believe it or not, there are people who can see themselves doing what you do, and they just need the formula. They just need a roadmap. And I, I think mm -hmm. part of it is, you know, you got to say, okay, you got to do more to it than that. Can you, can you talk about, and I don't know if this ever happened to you, but I know there are millennials and, and Gen Z 
who went through credit card hell. Maybe they went through credit card hell because they had student loans they had to pay off or they were surprised they didn't realize that they were, in other words, they didn't realize they had to keep a credit score. Can you talk about that particular part of Budget University and, and how you can start managing your money and making your money work for you? Because, I mean, there's a lot of people under the age of 30 that do not realize your credit score is the key to everything. Yeah, it is. And what happens with that is, um, that's why it's important for us to add that in our curriculum. And I'm so happy that we got that accredited in our in our senior class class and we included it because, like I said, real life, real real life happens. Mm-hmm. And think about it. You're in college, you're in college, or you know, you're just in the real world. You graduated. Right. And you're in a gig right economy. You you're college, in a gig economy because yeah. you're working at wherever. It's yes. like a gig. Uh-huh. And not only that, but not only are you in a gig economy, but you're in a greedy economy. So yeah. when you get to when you get to a freshman year, I mean, freshmen's in college or sophomore, junior and senior year in college, um, what happens is that you're there and you're walking, you're walking the campus and you go to the student center and you see all those credit card tables and like, oh, yeah, you can get approved for 10,000 right now. We'll give it to you. But you don't understand about paying that back. Right. You don't understand that it's going to track you down. Mm-hmm. You don't understand that there's going to be interest added to you. So your Starbucks cu- coffee that might be six dollars is really going to be 15 or 20 if you don't pay that back all at once. So it's like it all adds up. And we've added that to our curriculum to say, you know what? they need to understand that. And then we groom them from the beginning because at Budget University for our students, they come in class. And every day when you wake up, there's 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 three, there's the top three things that everybody's going to look at when they wake up. They're going to check their emails. They're going to check their bank account, make sure nothing happened overnight or mm-hmm. you, know, you still have your credit cards on mm-hmm. you or you're going to check your credit score. So when Budget University students, when they come in, we say, give, check your credit report. And the first thing they do is check their credit report. And that tells them, hey, you ha- if something's in collections, that means you didn't turn an assignment or an assignment is late. Mm-hmm. So we're grooming them to say, you know what? Oh my gosh, you're right. Like, this is what I have to do. So when they go in the real world, they'll know I need to pay this. This cannot go into collections. How to properly read a, a credit report? Because, you know, unfortunately, fraud is real as well. And that deals with credit. So yeah. students need to know, oh my gosh, can this happen? Because believe it or not, when I was in college, my dad found out, we got a letter in the mail, my dad found out, I opened it, somebody bought a boat with my credit. Oh my God. My social security. And it, and it affected my credit. It was a boat in West Palm Beach. And that's why it's important to know these things. It's important. So when you go into college, you're just not signing off on things and thinking, oh, it's free money because it's not. We're talking with Shelby Patrice. She's the CEO of Budget University, and she's got this wisdom and advice. And let's stay with the credit score just a little bit longer because there are those Mm -hmm. who have no idea that, you know, like you said, you don't want to give out your Social Security number to anybody. Nobody should ask for it, and except for when you're doing something with the government. And there's a lot of layers Mm -hmm. to that. You you should not be uh, Mm – you should – like you said, you should check your credit report and your bank account Every day when you wake up, these are some of the good habits so that you can build that empire, how you can build your your money and know how to have the money take care of you. These are things a lot of people just take for granted. They say, oh, yeah, I got I think I got this money in the bank or I got this money on cash app. You got to watch it every Mm -hmm. single day. Yes, yes, yes. Every single day. Yeah. And yeah. And and the habits that you you build, I mean, there's good habits and bad habits, but you want to put together and stack up more and more good habits. And the only way you can do that is repeat it. It's kind of like brushing your teeth every day, right? 
or going to church every week on mm-hmm. Sunday, whatever it is, right? You you got to build those habits up, even though you think you know what you're doing. You got to just make it a habit. Yeah, I agree. You have to make it a habit because, you know, if you don't make it a habit, then you can get behind. And the worst thing you want to do is get behind on things because it's, and it goes into credit too, late mm-hmm. fees, you know, and things that you can prevent. So you have to make things a habit because if you make things a habit, then you don't have to worry about things that you could have prevented. Let's yep, spe- let's I spell agree. it out. To a, let's spell it out to a few people who are listening. If you don't have a good credit score, you cannot buy a house. You cannot buy a car. You cannot buy yeah. something because because credit a credit score is proof that you will pay your bills. Yeah. Right. And it 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 in that it, it it's it's the a credit your credit report and your credit score is honestly your health report for your finances, mm-hmm. right? And then a lot of people also, you know, FICO is important and you have all these all these other scores going on. And it's just important to know exactly what's going on because when you do buy your house, it's honestly a to- a whole process. Cause when I bought mine, I said to myself, I said, Honey, they asked for everything but my blood type. <laughs> you know? Exactly. They, asked, they did. They asked for everything yeah. but your blood type. They want to make sure like, you're going to pay your crazy. bills. They want to make sure you're going to pay that mortgage. Yeah. They want to yes. make sure you and don't just, just disappear like, on them. Right. And I was just like, this is insane. And they want to make you uh, make sure that you know, hey, do you know, um, do you have in here um, do you have in your savings account up to three or four months of your actual mortgage? They want to know that they want bank statements for, they want bank statements for the last two years. Why? Because they want to understand how you're spending your money, Mm -hmm. which I always, at budget university, we say, you gotta be, um, you gotta spend, you can't spend frivolously. You have to be frugal. Mm-hmm. And they want to see that. They want to see: Are you going? Are is your account going into the negatives? Where is your account going? So that's really important as well, and to take in consideration when you are buying a house, because not only is it your credit score, but it's just it's it's your financial history on everything. And can we tell you know anyone who's interested? And like you said, it doesn't matter what age you are. It's never too late to fix your credit score. Never too late to have better credit. Never. Break it down. Never. It's never too late to. It's never. So I, let's let's go from the beginning. Mm-hmm. If you are, if you have a child, uh, for example, my little sister was in um, middle school and high school. She was an authorized user on my parents' credit because that gave her an opportunity to build her credit, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So now that she's building her credit, that's great. So you're starting your child out young. Another way to do it also is that when they're in college. Another thing, authorized user. You don't have to give your child an actual credit card, but you could just make them authorized users so their credit health would do good. Mm-hmm. So now once they get things or self, they're able to they're able to get their own things and then you can easily take them off as an authorized user. Right. So it's go. never too late to check it. And the biggest thing I always tell everyone, because a lot of people don't know this, is you get one free credit report a year. So go to freecreditreport.com and you pull that re- you pull that report and you're able to print it off. Get your highlighters out and say, okay, what do I have in collections if I have anything at all? Mm-hmm. How can I fix this? You don't have to pay thousands of dollars for people to fix your credit. You can fix it right then and there yourself. They they provide the phone numbers. Hey, it went to this collection agency, 1-800-THIS. Call those people say, hey, this went into collections. How can I pay you? Can I do a pay to clear? If you do a pay to clear, you can easily pay it off and then they'll clear it from your report and write down when do, when do you report to the credit bureau so that way you're able 
to say, you know what, they're going to report this. If they don't report it, write a letter, call them and say, hey, you know, I made this payment. Here's my receipt number. Bam. And then it's off your credit. It's You can always fix it. Don't think that you're stuck. You can always fix what you messed up. It's just a hassle, but you can always fix it. And you sh- take advantage of your free credit report. Exactly. Th- these are just, like I said, little things that people don't know. And instead of living in fear of not being able to pay your bills or living in fear, it's almost like saying, wow, I got a speeding ticket, but I never did pay for it. Oh, no, they got a warrant out for me. And so you're driving around Mm -hmm. trying your best not to get pulled over because you think this speeding ticket where you were going, let's say you were going 40 in a 25 or in a 20 mile zone near school. And you're like, oh, no, I I just cannot because I never did pay that Mm -hmm. that that ticket. These are little things you can fix, and it's easy in this because they want you to get they want you to be able to take care of things too. They want you to be able to take care of your bills. They want you to be able to be someone that they can do business with on the regular. Am I wrong? I mean, I'm just yes. Setting no, what- you're absolutely correct. You're absolutely correct. You're absolutely correct, and that's what um, that's what a lot of people do not understand. So you're absolutely correct. What kind of students have you been getting at Budget University lately? And again, props to you again uh, for winning the Dallas Mavericks um, Business Assist Program and the, the accolades that go with that. And again, that's how I was able to meet you. And um, I think what you're doing is absolutely brilliant, especially for millennials and Gen Zs, because sometimes, you know, you have to reach them on their level as opposed to saying, well, go to the library. You need to go to college or you, you've got to show them the way out. And so uh, can you talk mm-hmm. about some of the students that you've been getting? You mentioned uh, the high school partnerships that you're working with. But can you talk about, you know, the variety? Because you mentioned when you started out just doing the Facebook groups, you had like 600 people or more. Yeah. So um, it ha- I'm now the students that I've been getting are homeschool students, okay. which is awesome. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people that are homeschooled and they're working on their parents, either working with their parents or they're working with um, an agency. They're just like, you know, I just want to do homeschool. We are working with homeschool and we are approved by the National Homeschool Association. Nice. So we do work with them and we get students, you know, they'll come in and it's self-paced and they're like, you know, they might not come on Monday, but they'll come on Tuesday, do a lot of work. They'll log in on Wednesday or whatever. They'll go out of town with their parents, go out of the country and it's accessible. So, yes. If you complete the course, I'm trying to find out or paint the picture for those who are interested. If you complete the course, do you get a certificate? What, what, what's the proof that you kind of know what you're doing? Yeah, you get a certificate, you get a transcript because we are accredited. So you will get that from us and the accreditation agency. Yep. And also, you know, you also have the knowledge and you also have, uh, is there like where you can come back to it or, or try different things in the, in the curriculums? So yes, once you, the best part about it is that once you're in Budget University, you're in it. So you will, um, once you graduate, you'll still have access to your portal to say, you know what, I got a job, I got a job, but guess what? I can go back into Budget University because I know that they have the human resources tab in there that's going to teach me how to fill out this W-9 form, how to fill out this W-2 form, how to, um, how to properly do my resume, how to do my cover letter. And we have counselors there that are going to help you to be like, yeah, hey, let's do this. We can, we do practice interviews because our biggest thing is if we're teaching financial literacy, financial literacy is to create generational wealth. In order to create generational wealth, we have to help success help set you up for success for your college and career readiness. So that's what we're here for. This is this is great because also 
in a way, I mentioned, you know, because the gig economy, there's a lot of people who do not go to college or universities because they don't want to get caught up in student loans or they don't qualify for grants. And so this is a way that they can be successful in their careers. I'm not saying it's a replacement for a degree, but it helps you have some knowledge. It's, it's no different to me than uh, hitting the ground running. Can you can you talk about how this can be a helpful way for you to learn things without necessarily having to go to a university or, or a campus? Yeah, it's it's helpful to learn things because it's at your fingertips. So you don't have to worry about showing up anywhere to class, showing mm-hmm. up things you could do at self-paced. So that's the biggest thing is self-paced at your at your own risk and at your own at your own. Even while you're working. Even while you're working, yeah. Do it on your lunch break or do it at work and listen to some modules. You know, one lady was like, I was on the treadmill and I was just listening to some of the interviews because we have people that come in and teach through um, the portal that mm-hmm. are actual realtors, brokers that, hey, you want to buy a house? Listen to this interview, what this realtor has to say, because that's important. You know, you don't want to go to a realtor and like, oh, you know, I don't have an approval letter, but approval letter. But guess what I do have? You have the interview right there for Budget University that's going to help you sustain that. And so you know what to expect when you are talking to a realtor. Shelby, who is your tech team? Because it's it's your your website is really, <laughs> really nice, and you have all these things at everybody's fingertips, and it's like you've really thought about it all. So did you, like I said, conceive of certain ideas with whoever your partners are, and then you told your tech people about it? I mean, I'm trying to pull back the curtain yeah, a little bit. because that's what happened. I, I just love uh-huh. the story. That's exactly what happened. What happened? Thank you. So, That's exactly what happened. Yeah. So you, I got I got with my tech team. Mm-hmm. I got with my tech team and I said, this is what I want. This is my vision. And they did it for me and they produced it. How and long did it take? That's the biggest thing. It took it took about a year. I'm I was about to it say it took about a year because it's so nice yeah, and it's so organized. And I, I'm sure, again, you had to raise some money, some kind of way, the capital to make this thing happen. Mm-hmm. And now, like yeah. I said, you're getting all kinds of uh, plaudits and latitudes and 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 things. The success is your help. Your the fact that you're helping people be successful through their finances and helping you become successful as well. This has become a career for you, correct? Yes, yes, it has, and I'm, I'm I love it. How and has it changed your life? Change. How has it changed your life? Because I it's I called you my- I called you a week ago <laughs> and you're on a plane. Come on, I, I want to hear about all of this. Yeah. So it changed my life because, you know, I've had the opportunity to work with other people and I've had the opportunity to um, to meet other people that actually want to come on board. So it's changed my life because I'm changing others' lives mm-hmm. and it's actually drawing me away from becoming a flight attendant and pursuing this extremely full time for um, just time and income. So yeah. that's really important. And it's just, it's helping me because people are able to buy homes, people are able to fix their credits and people are able to do what they need to do. So it's the same. So that makes me happy. Is there a particular student that's one of those stories that you like, wow, I'm so proud of her. I'm so proud of him. They use the things that I put together on this budget university program, this platform, mm-hmm. and they have done so yeah, well. Tell me one. Definitely. It's one lady. She was able to, um, she was working and she was just like, Shelby, I have to cut down. So she cut off a lot of expenses and she now has her own, she now has a savings account more than $10,000 and her car is paid off. So that was one of my favorite students. Another couple, I had a couple in Kentucky and they were able to buy a house and they were both applying and they were like, we just didn't want to go over budget. So Mm -hmm. they didn't go over budget and they bought it. They bought their house with one person income and they were like all because they got the modules and they got all the success from 
budget university. So that's what they were able to do. And they bought it with one income. And so now one person's income takes care of their home, their whole home um, bills, which is amazing. So now the other income they can just live off of. This is what's great. It's it's great to succeed when you have a plan. And it starts with a plan, right? And you're just providing people mm-hmm. the roadmap to get your plans together. Yes, definitely. Yep. I, I, <laughs> I love I love what you're doing. And like I said, this is an ongoing thing because it's all about creating generational wealth. It's all about financial freedom. It's all about not looking up and saying, wow, I'm overwhelmed by bills. This is the this is a new year. It's the start of a new year. Are there some tips for 2024 you think people need to be aware of to kind of get on the right track? Because, you know, every new year people have uh, resolutions and they either want to get in shape or they want to watch their eating habits or they definitely want to uh, have success in their careers. Are there some tips that you want to pass along to some of our listeners? Yes. um, The couple of tips that I have is – First of all, number one is look at all your subscriptions that are coming out of your account. Make sure, hey, do I need the subscription? Is oh. it really needed? How much is this going? And take it off and do that. Stop. That's another hold, way to hold save on, money. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> let's, let's stop right there. I think you might have struck a, a lot of nerves with a lot of people because they're like low-key, this being taken out of their credit card, like I'm paying for stuff I ain't even use right now, and it's all coming out every month, right? That, these are subscriptions you're talking about, whether it's, Yes. Whether it's television, whether it's, you know, streaming services, your music, it's like you got to just sit sit down and break it down and say, why am I wasting this money? I got to pay for some gas. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's a big one. (laughs) That's a big one. And another (laughs) one is, you know, always I'll call your providers, whether it's cell phone, Internet. Um, lights, alarm mm-hmm. system and say, hey, do you have any specials going on? Do you have any of this? You never know. You can might be saving $10, $15, $20 a month. Yeah. So, yeah. It adds up. Anything yeah. else? <laughs> it does. That's it. That's all I have. <laughs> I, I love it because, again, these are t- times when people are reflecting and say, okay, moving forward, I want 2024 to be a great year, and they want to do little things, and these are the little things. These are the stacking of the habits that can make you Mm -hmm. successful and give you financial freedom. Can you, again, tell people where they can find Budget University and uh, the website and and how they might want to get in touch and if they wanted to uh, enroll and things like that and even just look over the site? Yeah. So the site is budgetuniversityonline.com. You can go to contact us and submit a drop down button. I mean, any any ticket you want to submit and we'll get back to you in less than five hours. Once again, and on social media, it's all Budget University. Right. Okay. So just literally Budget University, you can Google that and then you can find out where to find you in the various social media platforms. But the website itself yep. is budgetuniversityonline.com. Shelby Patrice. Yes, that's Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We're so glad you joined us again and again. I think, Thank you so much for having me. Oh, I think your success and the fact that other people are successful is just a win for society overall. And thank you again for joining us. Definitely. Thank you. And joining us right now, oh, it's been a minute, but he is a good friend. He is Antoine Joyce, the senior vice president and city leader of the All-Stars Project of Dallas. First of all, Antoine, it's been a while, but congratulations on your new role, your new title. How's it How's it going? Thank you, man. Happy New Year to you. Hello, everyone out there in Radio Land. I mean, Chris has been, it's been amazing. Um, it's been a, a, a long time coming in terms of, I, I met the All-Stars Project when I was 13 years old. Oh, yeah, old. for sure. And, you know, it's been something that has been valuable to my life, to, to my family. And this new position, you know, senior vice president sounds fancy, doesn't it? Right? Sounds it sure good. does. It sounds um, like, oh, you're up there now. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is my way of continually figuring out how to give back to those who one gave to me, but also to now give to other young people, not only here in Texas, which I love being here in North Texas, but to to young people all around the country. I mean. Our work is amazing. Young people need to have more quality development opportunities in their lives. And this, with this promotion, I get to now take that out nationally, talk to more people, meet more young people, create more opportunities in new ways. It's, it's amazing. So thank you, man. Thank you. Oh, for sure. And again, you and I go back a few years. First time I ever talked to you, I said, this dude's got this New York accent. He sounds like comedian Tracy Morgan, actor comedian Tracy Morgan. So I kiddingly call you Tracy Morgan, even though you look nothing like him. But your voice, <laughs> it just, I just, it just brings a smile to not just my face, but the way you talk, the way you break it down. It's like it's inviting because I can just see you talking about all the different things that the All Stars Project does. You mentioned that you you started with All Stars when you were like 13 years old. But tell people what is the All Stars Project. And then we'll get back into how you wound up in Dallas since you grew up in New York. But let's talk about all. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So for you know, as as we say, you know, back from you know Biggie Smalls in Brooklyn. If you don't know, <laughs> now you know. So <laughs> yeah, well, everybody out there, if you haven't met the All Stars Project, I'm going to just put it here right now. Allstars.org. Just go to the website as I talk. Mm -hmm. So you can look at some of the photos and some of the work that we do, because we are a 40 year old man, 40 years old. Wow. You know, out we, we offer free outside of school development programs for young people as early as five years old, all the way up to like 25 years old. And in Dallas, we're celebrating 10 years in this wonderful city of Dallas, man. And we work with students in areas, in neighborhoods like South Oak Cliff and West Dallas, um, South Dallas. And what we do, what we do, we offer development. Mm -hmm. And we have a model, and this is what's key. It's called the development through performance. Right. And I was thinking about this. You, you, you're in sports, right? Mm -hmm. You know, and I went to the Mavs game. I, I, I see you. I'd be, I'd be like, that's my boy. He'd be killing it on the, you know, <laughs> interviewing people. 
it's a performance, right? To right. walk to the stadium, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it, it could be cold outside like it is. Mm-hmm. And then you walk to the stadium and you got to turn it on. Yeah. You got to meet people. You got to smile. You got to greet them. You got to, you're inviting guy. And that's what we help young people kind of navigate is, well, what's the performances that you're going to have in your life on the many different stages that you're going to encounter? And that's everything from school to having a job to relationships in your life, to building a to building a life you want and with the people you want to do that with. And our programs support young people to kind of make that happen. Yeah. And we do that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love the way you put that because that's what it's all about. It's like, okay, you're encouraging kids who you got something inside of you and you want to express that, but then you also want to be able to use that energy in the different ways that you encounter different kinds of people. And I love the way, you know, you you encourage kids after school or on the weekends or whenever they get together to, okay, yeah. let's let's be creative here. But at the same time, we're going to use these creative opportunities to teach you things on how you can represent when you meet other people in different environments, whether it's workplace, whether it's other schools, whether it's, like you said, projects that you're working on together. Uh, and one in particular – I remember you guys invited me to meet with and talk with some kids who are meeting some business leaders in a high rise in downtown Dallas. I can't remember exactly when it was. It was like two or three years ago. I thought that was so impressive because every kid came correct. They were prepared for the moment. They were dressed for the part. They looked, they looked these executives in the eye. It was, it was outstanding. Can you talk about that and some of the other things that you do? Because I, I think that's just, Huge for kids who are impressionable. Yeah, man. Thank, thank you. And and this year, we have to get you back in that environment. So I'm oh, gonna put sure. that out there now. Sure. Everyone, you hear it? Hold me to it, because uh, you was amazing, Chris. Man. So that's one of our core programs. So we have three core programs in Dallas. Um, one is called Development Coaching. One is called the All Stars Talent Show Network. But the program you're talking about in particular, Development School for Youth. Mm-hmm. It's designed to work with students ages 16 to 21, and they learn to perform as professionals, right? Right. And what we do, as you mentioned, we partner with business leaders in workshops on subjects like resume writing, networking, and public speaking. But at the same time, what we're doing is we, you know, we have a bus. We go to South Oak Cliff or Roosevelt High School. We pick the students up, and we drive to these high rises. And it's it's a it's like a play. We ask the business leaders to talk about their business as if they were talking to you or me, right? Mm-hmm. And then we have the young people sitting there and they're like, what does he mean by this? And young people will go, Chris, can you say what X means? And he'll go, oh, that's a great question. Mm-hmm. Or she'll say, thank you for that. Let me answer that, right? And the young people go, wow, one, Someone's listening to me. It wasn't a stupid question, quote unquote, right? Mm-hmm. It affirms it. So like even our talent show program, it's like a back and forth. You, when you have an audience mm-hmm. and the audience applauds for you on stage, right? Mm-hmm. What happened? You build confidence. So when they met you, they've had some time to now have these stages where people were applauding them in those ways in these business environments. Mm -hmm. So now they have confidence to come up to you and say, I'm Antoine. Let me tell you about who I am. 
Will you be part of my network, right? Mm -hmm. And then building networks all over the place. So to talk about development coaching, which is my new um, other favorite program. They're all my favorite programs. I'll be honest. I can't, I, they're like children. I can't decide which one's <laughs> the best, right? right? But in development coaching, our business leaders now get to work with our students one-on-one -on -one over eight weeks. And they, they meet them where they are and they start talking about what their hopes and dreams are. And they support each other on how to get there. And we just got this email from one of our supporters from EY. He was like, hey, my mentee, you know, he called, still calls him mentee, his coachee, mm -hmm. just moved to Colorado. He's like, my father-in-law lives in Colorado in, in, in the city that he's going to, and I just connected them together, and he's going to help him get a job out there and look after him while he's out there in college. That's fantastic. And I love, I, I just love these stories. And I love the fact that you bring up the confidence factor, because if you're confident, you're able to, you're able to get things done. You, 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 there's something to have belief in yourself, but it's also confident in the situation that's unknown. It's like, okay, I'm not afraid to meet this business person, or I'm not afraid to, to perform in front of this crowd because I've been, either educated enough or I've learned You're rehearsing enough. it. You're rehearsing right. it. That's that creates the comfort level, right? Correct. Correct. Exactly. And that's, and that's how we like to relate to, again, when we talk about development through performance, mm -hmm. these workshops are all part of rehearsals, even, even workshops that are more cosmopolitan, right? So sometimes we may go take students to a play, right? right? Mm -hmm. To the opera, um, and you are in these environments and you're like, oh, I've done this before. Yeah. I've been to the Dallas Museum of Art. Mm -hmm. I talk about art. Right. I, here's the art I like. Here's the art I don't like. And you have a reason for it. Right. So, so then when, again, when life happens and you find yourself at a job interview or you find yourself working on a project on it with a team, it's like muscle memory. Oh, I've done this. I've been here. Yes. You can comment on it. You can come on, comment on it with confidence because you're uh, familiar with it. You're not, they're Correct. not talking over your head or talking around you. You can actually be a part of the conversation. Correct. Correct. And, and we've been talking about confidence and, and we, we didn't say this word, but improvisation, right? Cause mm -hmm. sometimes things come up. That's right. Improvisation is also key. So we, we, we worked with SMU, to develop what we call eight dimensions of development. And it's how we measure the success of the young people in our programs and how we can talk to them about what are some of the things they need in their lives to grow, right? Mm -hmm. And it matches very well with, with the workforce space where we talk about 21st century's workforce skills, mm -hmm. right? But if that is having confidence, it's being able to be improvisational right adaptable having adaptable having mm -hmm. an open world view mm -hmm. right knowing what the workforce wants from you so having vocational competence you know having appreciation sometimes you got to understand like it takes a lot of work that's right to, to do these things or for people to invest in you and having appreciation allows you to gain more in your life right um have an interpersonal competence, working in groups. That's when we, we always talk about teamwork. Well, mm -hmm. personal competence helps you learn how to work and navigate within conflicts. You know, people talk about extroverts, introverts. Well, that's what that does. 
But one of my favorites in that is giving. Yes. Because in all that, you can receive and receive, but being a giver, oh man, that's powerful. It's extremely it powerful. Your life. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Again, it's, it's, it's about being empathetic and it's about letting you feel something like you've done something more than just, you know, observed. You're actually yes. able to take part and affect other people's lives. Yes. Yes. That's what we do every single day. And again, I want to shout out some of our corporate partners that have been working with us and doing this, like Bank of Bank of America, Bank of Texas, um, Fidelity, Willis Towers Watson, um, so many more, mm -hmm. you know, that that has been working with us. So, you know, Hunt, TAC, EY, like the, the list goes on, KPMG. Mm -hmm. uh, we have so many fans and I'm, I'm happy to even talk about uh, some new relationships that we're building with community and education leaders like uh, UNT Dallas President Bob Mung. He's been a great friend. We're, uh, we just honored Bob Mung at our benefit mm -hmm. last year in October. We're celebrating again 10 years. And along with him, we honored Senator Royce West. Um, Senator's been a great friend. And we're talking to Senator about some of his initiatives and looking to explore some partnerships with him. So a lot of, lot of great work that we're, that we're doing, a lot of great partners that we're having in our lives. Well, I think the partners are aware of what you're getting done because they see the results. They see how you've been impacting lives. Can, can you talk about, you know, a lot of different groups and organizations and, and a lot of nonprofits talk about how, you know, it was really tough during the, during the pandemic and how they had to make a technology pivot. Can you talk about what you guys learned during the pandemic and as far as using more technology or things that you say, okay, wait a minute, I didn't know kids were able to do this and we we're able to find that out or we don't need to do that because maybe they're more isolated or we got to have a more heightened awareness of mental wellness because a lot of kids were affected mm -hmm. by the pandemic in ways that adults never even thought about. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that question. So first, you know, it, it's funny to today to be like, you know, we had to, you know, get every young person to understand and learn zoom or teams, mm -hmm. right. Cause it's, it's so part of the fabric of what we do today. Right. But you know, then in 20, you know, COVID, Young people knew about it, like I knew about it, but it wasn't like a tool to use. And within a matter of a week, we were able to get young people on Zoom, learn how to use it. And, and then you start realizing like, okay, so what are the challenges in this new, what, you know, quote unquote, the new normal of life, right? right. Well, what's, what's the performance of being on camera, <laughs> right? Yeah. So- if I'm doing a job interview on camera, well, lighting and backgrounds, all these things that I'm sure many of us adults are still trying to figure out, like, <laughs> you know, we're redecorating rooms and offices because it's like, we ain't got the right background, right? Right, right. So, you know, so young people learning that, right? Learning, like, like how, they how they speak slower so they could be heard just in case things glitch. And then to the point of isolation and, and, and mental health, that's when we developed development coaching, right? We realized we've had, again, 40 years. We're a national organization, started in New York, and we have supporters from New York, Newark, New Jersey, all over New Jersey, Chicago, San Francisco, here in Dallas. And we have all these wonderful 
philanthropic partners who we could connect to our young people one-on-one. And so we just started building conversations with, with them. Yeah, We'll say, Chris, do you want to support a young person? It's like, sure. So we connect you with this young lady here and she could be in Chicago or Dallas. And you start having conversations. And I remember a young woman um, during a graduation we had virtually, she said, I was stuck in the house and I was feeling depressed. And my coach said, let's take a walk outside. Mm -hmm. And on the phone, she walked with me for an hour. Wow. And she discovered just the beauty of just being outside. Wow. And taking a breath. Mm Mm-hmm having a moment, right? Mm-hmm. And then to revamp and again, improvisationally deal with the next thing that she was working on. But that's what our coaches are doing. Again, they make it connections everywhere. It's 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 amazing. So yeah, this is this is just great stuff. And again, we're talking with Antoine Joyce. He is the senior vice president, city leader for the All-Stars Project in Dallas. And you guys do such amazing work. And uh, it just crossed my mind, you know, There are things that happen in social media that I don't want to say that you're competing against because you're trying to keep the you're trying to keep kids and and students on the quote unquote right path or show them the opportunities. And then unlike when we were kids, you know, where you just had people in your face or in front of you at school or whatever, the bullies, you just dealt with them on the personal level. Now, you know, kids can go on Instagram or they can whatever they they, they're like they got to compete with trying to have likes or compete with, you know, people who have cachet is standing in front of a a, a nice car and acting like they're a Kardashian or something. Can you, can you talk about those influences and how you, you're trying to have a a, a more significant influence with some kids? Yeah. So to go back to performance language, right. There's, there's a very heady uh, conversation sometimes we have about being who you are and being who you are becoming. Ah, right? yeah. And and when you when you have different performances, right? So think of any actor, right? You see your favorite actor, you're like, oh, I loved him in this, but I also loved her in that, right? Right. Different doesn't roles. Mean, right. It doesn't they, they have different performances and different shows and plays they're in. So you can be someone who you know, it, as you talked about my, you know, my accent. Sometimes I'm I'm that guy from Brooklyn and I'm talking like, yo. What's up, fam? Right, right, right. right? And sometimes my performance is a little more relaxed. Mm -hmm. You know, but all that is, is you have the tools to navigate the life that you want. Exactly. It's an asset. It's it's not like, oh, you're not real over here. No, what it is, is an asset because you're being adaptable and being adaptable to not only different environments, but different types of people and cultures. Correct. So the more exposure you have to more opportunities, the more performances you can gain. So Mm -hmm. then you have more choices. And that's what we want our young people to have more choices. We don't want to take away, you know, I I don't think that one is better than the other in in, in the grand scheme of things, unless you're doing harm to yourself. Mm -hmm. But it's like, hey, if I have a choice, take a picture with this car or have a choice to hang out at this park. Or and have a choice to go to a play and have a choice to go to the DMA or have a choice to go to dinner tonight. Well, which one would I choose? You know what right. I'm saying? I'd be honest, the car would probably be the last thing on my mind because mm-hmm. I have five other great choices. I mean, when I when I saw you at the Mavs game, 
that was part of my life. It was like a friend of mine hit me up and said, hey, man, you want to join me at the Mavs game? Hey, I asked my wife. I was like, we got three choices tonight. She's like, cool, let's go to the Mavs game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I said, it's all about expanding your your world, your environment, and uh, adapting to all of it and being prepared for it. In other words, it's 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 called it's called growth. That's what they used to call it, just That's growth. Good. And it makes you exactly. speaking of growing. You you had said that the All Stars uh, project has been around for forty years. How long has it been in Dallas, and how is it growing in Dallas? Yeah, thank you, thank you for that question, man. I am so excited that I was able to come to Dallas and be a founder of of our work here ten years ago. So. Mm-hmm. December, September 2020, uh, 2013, uh, we launched here in Dallas. And again, we just celebrated um, that 10 years. So we're in a 10-year moment right now. So we are growing by leaps and bounds in all ways, right? We're meeting more young people. Um, this year, we're going to be looking to put 50 young people in the internship program. Um, through our talent show program and community outreach work, we're looking to reach 5,000 young nice. people in that work. Um, we're going to have another 100 or so young people participating in our development coaching work, right? And we got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of volunteers and philanthropic partners who are giving to the organization um, with their time and their treasure every single week. Um, it's It's been amazing seeing that growth. And, you know, we've been partnering with um, Dallas College in these partnerships mm-hmm. that we've been having with them. We've, they've had us part of their sustainable development goals over the past couple of years and hosted workshops. And in 2022, we began working with their student employees and continuing to grow that in 2024. But we worked with over 300 students on workshops on building confidence and communication. And then we have a networking workshop taking 150 students to different businesses downtown. So. So that's how the growth has been growing. And we, we're looking to stay in that space with them and continue to work in the workforce development space here in Dallas. We're very, um, very adamant on being in that space and supporting, you know, young people to have living wages here in the city mm-hmm. and to be part of all the opportunities that are moving here. You mentioned when you were a kid, you were part of the All-Stars Project yeah. in New York. And now, like I said, here you are, Senior Vice President, slash city leader. I know you've earned it, but I'm also wondering, you know, you got different people who volunteer. How often is it somebody who's grown through the program winds up working in the program? In other words, that's part of their career. They become a volunteer. They become someone who actually works works with All-Stars because that was a part of their life. Yeah. You know, it's so we are a, 70 person staff nationally mm-hmm. and i'm thinking we probably have five seven alumni in the organization as staff members mm-hmm. we have you know a whole uh, uh we call them a what we call a, a alumni leadership council mm-hmm. so we have hundreds of young people across the country who meet once a month to talk about different opportunities that they're creating for the all-stars and other young people. We have young people who are on our boards, um, our national board and our local regional boards. Um, And then I can't even count the number of young people that are volunteers like every single week. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. (laughs) So so we're kind of seeing our alumni 
all the time. You know, they go away to college, they come back, they volunteer. You know, they were part of the um, the MLK parade that we just did. Mm -hmm. You know, that was fun seeing our alumni there. So it, it's it's it, it's part of again that that giving I was telling you about. We we don't we don't we don't beat it over the head. Our young people just say, "Hey, I want to help other young people. What you got going on?" And so we say, "Hey, show up." Come mm -hmm. to the office, come to the graduation, come to an orientation, come to a talent show. So they give back in many different ways. Yeah. How how do the kids or families find out about the All-Stars Project? How How is it word of mouth? Is it on social media? Is it uh, teachers telling some of the students? What's what's the, the main way people find out about All-Stars Project Dallas? Well, one, just again, Chris, thank you, because one of the ways is – through this, right? Sure. Through people taking an interest in the work and allowing us to share this with their audience. So I thank you for allowing me on this platform. Um, but, you know, we also are, you know, good old fashioned grassroots organizers, yeah. right? And, you know, we still like to go into the communities and we'll go into housing developments and knock on doors and mm -hmm. pass out information. You know, we go, we go into schools every other week and every, you know, and every month to, to talk to students and we do programs in the schools. And then the young people, they like, Hey, I like what you're doing. You know, they tell other young people and then, you know, you get emails or kids just show up to interviews. Yeah. Uh, so, so that's how, I mean, we get into the fabric of the community. We partner with, with organizations and 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 leaders in the in the community and we invite them to join us in many different ways. So so that's word of mouth is is a big part of it. Is there a story about a student recently or maybe uh, not too long ago that you're like, wow, this is an example and it touched your heart. I know it's a lot of them, but is there one that you can think of right now that maybe people can relate to that she just walked into the program or he just came into the program and next thing you know, boom their life got impacted in a, in a special way. Yeah, there's a there's a young woman and she she gives a lot to us and she is such on a you know, and look, I don't want to overstate this like, you know, I, I think all of our young people are on great journeys and right. wonderful thing about development is mm -hmm. it's not linear, right? It's not like right. you go to high school and then, oh man, this is successful, man. Like it's twists and turns. The journey is the reward. The journey is right. the reward. Right. And so one of our, you know, we, we tend not to say the names, but we have a young woman, you know, Hispanic woman from West Dallas, you mm -hmm. know, um, she talks about the area being challenged by poverty, violence and drugs. And, you know, and these are things that she see. She's a daughter of a roofer and a housekeeper, you know, both her parents are immigrants. Right. And don't make a lot. And she's been talking about she's been concerned about, you know, some of the the new developments in, in West Dallas has been great to see. Uh, an interest in that area, but she's also concerned about, you know, her family being priced out, right? Right. Uh, the All-Stars, uh, not of the All-Stars, but of the, the community. And she joined us when she was a sophomore high school. She did our development school for youth. She did another leadership program with us. She had an internship at Hunt Consolidated mm -hmm. and then a law firm, Wilson Elser. And this is what's the beauty of it. At Wilson Elser, she was like, I want to do law. She hmm. discovered her passion. Wow. So she she joined our development coaching program to, to be matched up with a coach who can help talk to her about that. And then she enrolled herself into University of North Texas, Dallas. And now she's one of the first people in her family or extended family to ever go to college. She's about to graduate. She, she got an internship 
at, at a, at a law firm and she's <laughs> looking to take go. So it, again, it's just opportunity, man. We, when we put her in that internship, we didn't know that that was a passion of us. She was like, I think I found my calling. So absolutely amazing. See, these are the kind of things that, like I said, it affects people's lives and they go, wow, I know a girl or I did this. And it just gives people hope. It gives entire communities hope. So we've talked about uh, some of the upcoming plans for All-Stars Project of Dallas. How can people get involved if they want to get involved on whatever, the whether it's partnerships, whether it's volunteering, what can they do? Well, again, I want everyone to take out your phone, however you're listening to this, so you go on your computer, mm-hmm. type in www.allstars.org, right? So... We have over 100 volunteers in Dallas, but we're always looking for more to expand our work to our young people. So you can just show up to an event. We have a great event coming up in February, February 7th, mm-hmm. 6 p.m. Um, it's going to be held at one of our corporate partners space at Willis Tower Watts um, at the Ross Tower, 500 North Acker Street. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have an orientation there and our new crop of students, we're going to have 60 young people there. We're going to be practicing networking. So you can help them network just by showing up and having a conversation, right? If if you can't make that, you can, you can give, obviously you can give, you know, celebrate us 10 years with $10, $100 or a thousand or $10,000, whichever one works for you. You can join us by volunteering at, um, in the, in the office, making mm-hmm. phone calls, to students, you know, so many different ways, but you know, just call us. We'll get you involved. Be a coach. That's <laughs> right. That's Don't right. You everything. just never know how you can affect some lives. And again, what's the website? www. I don't know. We have to keep saying that anymore. We all know that. But <laughs> all stars, A-L-L-S-T-A-R-S dot org. He is Antoine Joyce, the new senior vice president and city leader of All Stars Projects of Dallas. I'm Chris Arnold. Thank you all for joining us on Better Living, a show about people or organizations having a big impact here in North Texas. So long, everybody. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.